Hey y'all. Hey. Here. What's going on? Hey, we just saw a movie. That's right. And this isn't offensive because we used to live in Texas. We're yeah, I was gonna say we're both southern, but I'm, you're from New York. I'm fake southern. Yeah. I'm different <laughs> different uh but this is social security number. But this is not correct southern. This is not how people talk this is where TV we grew southern. up. Yeah, it's TV Southern. It, but it is a little bit true. That's how people think everyone sounds. If you, if you take it down about thirty percent, it's about that's right. Yeah, maybe some some yeah, people. They'll, they'll go like this. He's a biggin. Like it's more like <laughs> that instead of like he's a biggin. Right, you know, right. It's not like that. It's yeah, just yeah, kind of yeah. more subdued. Get it? So yeah, that's what we did. We just saw a movie. What movie did we see? We saw Minari. Minari. It is not a sci-fi fantasy film. <laughs> Why? It doesn't sound like a sci-fi fa- fantasy film. I guess so. That did horrible in the box office because it made no sense because they didn't think of a better way to edit the film. They just kind of threw it together and it had no ending. I, I guess so. Maybe. Minari and the Jewels of Justice. Because it's like one <laughs> word and ends with an, a re. And then, and then you're like, there were no jewels in this. Like, what was the Jewels of Justice? It's just... That's what the movie is to me. Can okay. You hear my, can you hear my bubbles? I can hear them. Yeah. We were listening for the bubbles. Josh is <laughs> drinking um, Soda Stream. That's right. Hey, we just Bubble saw a water. movie. We finally got a sponsor. Soda Stream. <laughs> Soda Stream. You didn't sponsor us. That's the tagline. Yeah, exactly. We'll take it. Hey, Soda Stream. You're welcome on the podcast anytime. And all you would hear is just this. It'd we be funny do. If they can't hear the bubbles, yeah, we do like our Soda Stream. That's true. We use it a lot. We've used so many bottles. Yeah. Or what? Are it, canisters. Canisters. CO two canisters. Yeah, we realized we were buying way too much flavored bubbly water. Yeah, Lacroix and and the like. Yeah, and they're like, well, but no, we didn't even. We were on Lacroix kick, and then we switched to bubbly. And right. Then we and, were, but but for a little bit, we were doing Lacroix and bubbly. Yeah. And Coke Zero. Yeah, because it depended on what flavors we wanted. At the moment. Especially yeah. during the pandemic. When it started, we just stocked up. We'd buy two Bubblies, two Coke Zeros, and two um Or go-to flavors. LaCroix. We got the lemon. I mean, the lime. The lime, LaCroix. Cherry. Bubbly. Or black cherry. Wild cherry. I think it was something black like cherry. That. Something The orange LaCroix. Mm-hmm. And, and then I started putting the, um, the non-sugar Kool-Aid in the LaCroix. Mm-hmm. And then that set it off. Yep, that's like I was Queen Latifah. Up that's your your go to. And then we then Michelle, the eco friendly person, said, "We are using too many cans. What if we What if we carbon captured it in water?" And I said, "Whoa, capturing carbon in water and then ingesting it into my body so it doesn't go in the atmosphere. That's the ticket. That's exactly what I said. That's exactly what she said. That's and I just I realized we're now an eco podcast." Eco um, <laughs> bubbly water podcast. We can talk about that, guys. Well, because we're gonna get into what's been going on, right? So this is what's been going on. Yeah. Um, for the past year. Yeah, for the past so the year. Year of progress. Yeah. So I have switched this to um, cloth napkins. You can get them. Well, the ones I have are from IKEA, and they're super handy. They're just little square napkins. You don't need paper towels or paper napkins. You just get a bunch of these, and then you use them and you wash them. 
And you can use them for multiple days, not unless you're just eating ribs every day. Right. <laughs> or spaghetti or yeah, like, super messy foods. But we just keep them. They have little loops on them. So I just hang them up on the little mm-hmm. the little cabinet knobs. And if you want to, if you're old school, you can blow your nose at them. I did that today. <laughs> Do you then use it <laughs> no. for food? Okay. No. I was about to say. Hmm. No, no, no. I tossed it. Yeah, no, it's in the laundry now or will be in the laundry. And I you think. also got... Our, our, I guess I told you about, I was going to get it for Christmas, but I didn't know if you wanted it. Your birthday or Christmas? Christmas. Okay. Christmas. Um, last object? Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? Yep. It's the ear, ear, ear wax trimmer. Uh, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, Q-tip, whatever Q-tips are called. What are Q-tips called? Like non-legal? Cotton swabs? There you go. Cotton swabs. And then, man, I'm I'm bad with everything. I'm like nose Hanker- blowers. Like handkerchiefs? Yeah. Like Kleenex. So it's reusable. It's a, uh, I forgot what it's made out of, but it's from Last Object and it's so you don't have to use Q-tips. So it's, they have a couple different kinds. There's like Shout a beauty kind and there's a kind that you can use to like clean out your ears. Um, and then also there's a little box of um, like handkerchief tissue things that you just like the napkins, you just use them and wash them. And then also there's the little rounds, like little bamboo Rounds to take off makeup or whatever you makeup can... take off in the round. Yeah, it's all reusable stuff. And then I've switched this to bar hair soap. What is it? Shampoo, hair bar hair. shampoo, hair and soap. bar conditioner um, to cut down on the plastic. And we packaging. take showers at the bar. Yeah, sure. bar showers. <laughs> we shower in a bucket. But we still have yeah. <laughs> Compostable toilet. I'm on, I'm 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 about to get us a bidet. I'm close. Okay, you're close, close on the on bidet. That one. Right. I gotta I gotta check on one thing. But yeah, we're about to hit the bidet territory. Oh, we've been using stashers for forever. The yes. um, reusable Ziploc bag kind of things. I I use um, cloth diapers for myself. <laughs> you do so. not. I don't know if I could see. Yeah, I don't know that I could switch or switch. Mm. If we had a kid, I don't know You're if I could do... You're making it sound more like we are using cloth diapers no, on ourselves. I don't know that I could do the cloth diaper. That would be tough. Yeah. I know people have done it, but yeah. that would be tough. That's that's a hard switch. I feel like it's something that you just... It takes a lot of getting used to, I would think. Yeah, you would need your own... You would definitely need your own um, washing machine. Like yeah, you can't, like we can't just, going can't down just, every day, right? Putting smeared poop into a public washing machine, right? Though I'm sure it happens at a lot of different places. Mm. Yeah, I, who knows what goes on in any of the washing machines we've I ever know. used publicly? I know. Could, I mean, I I told you. I mean, every now and again, I'll find somebody else's hair wound up in my socks. I found the washer's kid washing machine. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, it, it had a it had a bucket <laughs> on its head, spaghetti in it. I was like, whoa. What? So some 1920s uh, short yeah, film? Yeah. Was, yeah. That'd be a good one. I think that's, I think that might <laughs> be from our one? game or something yeah. like our game, our gang or something like that. Mm. So yeah, that's what we've been up to. We've been, we've been trying to, we try to better the planet by not having children and not uh, using too many things. We but don't we drive both, a lot of places. But we both take long, we both yeah. take long showers, which that's our way of like, we cut down on all these other things. I think it's Had kind of the thing at the moment. Like, you got to trade off. Like, I don't try to take real long showers, but... If they happen, if they, they happen. If they happen, they happen. That's right. But I have exciting news. Oh, tell us. I, in the saga of my broken arm, 
I had my six-month follow-up appointment with my surgeon this week, and I was super what? nervous because I was really scared that he was going to tell me I needed a second surgery to break up the scar tissue and whatever else because my arm's still not all the way straight, and it really won't ever be. But um, but we're getting there, making progress. So, um, Progresso. Progresso. He said he was very pleased with my progress. He was proud of me and that I needed to keep going. Keep pushing. That was a big P. Yeah, I know. It was. (laughs) I got to Yeah. I just got to keep going um, and keep being aggressive with my physical therapy. What? Be aggressive. aggressive. Be aggressive. What's that from? I don't even know. Anything ever. Any football game ever. Oh, I don't even remember that from football <laughs> games. Of the cheerleaders. Two bits, four bits and six bits a dollar. Yeah. All for the blank. Pirates, stand up and holler. I don't want to say where we're from. We've probably heard you said it, but I yeah, hear you. But you know. I get it. Um yeah, be it yeah, any cheer ever. But um but yeah, so that was very exciting. So I could relax a little bit and not be so worried because also because of the CRPS, I had all that going on on top of all of the the recovery from the surgery. Anyway, blah blah blah. Look up CRPS, y'all. It's not fun. Um, so that's been complicating things. So that's not CRPD. That's a different thing, right? Or COPD. Oh wait, COPD. Yeah. Or the C C C P. What? F- Something. CRPS, Complex Regional Pain Syndrome. I was thinking about Russia, isn't it? It was called like the C something. I can't remember. C-R-R? No. (laughs) (laughs) Clearance, clearance, not clearance. The USSR? What is that one? CCR? CCR? Yeah, Credence. I was like, Clearance (laughs) Clearance Isle Revival? Clarence? Clarence Isle Revival? (laughs) Yeah. He's a biggin'. Anyway, so that was very good news for me. And should be for you. That should Less be- work for me. I mean, I guess. Uh, you know, you'll be able to ride soon and then you won't... Um, well, that's the other big news, I guess. I'm say things about your arm. Shopping for... You finally shut up about your arm. My dumb arm. <laughs> Quit talking about your dumb arm. <laughs> we know you have an arm. Um, shopping for motorcycle jackets now with armor. So um, if I do hit the ground again, hopefully I won't break anything else. Doctor told me he doesn't. Obviously, he doesn't want me to ride anything ever. He probably just wants me to walk slowly for the rest of my life. But um, he said he's not worried about me breaking this elbow. He said, you're not going to hurt that elbow. So that's good to know. She says, dead or alive, you're coming with me. (laughs) 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 Call me Bucky. Um, oh yeah, titanium I'm arm. Start calling you Bucka. Bucky, Bucka? No, the female version of Bucky. You don't have to. You don't have bucka, to genderize bucka, bucka. this. You can just hey, call me Bucky. I'll call you Buck X. Buck X. Yeah, mm. like Latin X. Is it the Y that makes it? Is it, no, because it's Bucky's a dude. Actually, Bucky could possibly be a girl, and if we're doing like what gendery things, because there's no. Like gender on the Y, so it could be. Yeah. It's like Bobby. Yeah. Anybody could be anybody. I'm every woman. (laughs) Or any man. Cool. Well, that's what you've been up to. Yeah. What have I been been up to? to? (laughs) 
Um, working. We're about to certify some more people, possibly. It's really up to them. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's kind of like, do you have what it takes? It's like Wipeout. Do you it's have all, what it It's takes? all up to you. Do you have the right stuff? Isn't well, that a movie? That is a movie. With it's airplanes? More, it's more like, yes. It's more like, <laughs> it's more like, um, it's more like Wipeout if they were also in control of getting themselves hit in the face. So it's like, mm. you, you're in control of your own destiny if you know what you're doing and you navigate well. Sure. You don't step on your own words. Okay. You'll be good. Yeah. Don't belittle me. I'm not. I'm agreeing. I'm going with it. Why are you talking with so it. short? I'm just... Huh? Why? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and that I'm working on... Well, I'm not working on my album because yesterday I got the second coronavirus shot. So as we speak, Bill Gates knows exactly where I am. There's like a beep, 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 beep thing mm-hmm. happening. And he's just like, oh, all these updates. There's so many people getting the vaccine. I'm kind of overwhelmed with knowing where every American is. And um, and also, um, I was saying this to my family, because some of my family hasn't gotten, isn't going to get the vaccine, allegedly. Um, I told them that both people who administered my uh, shots were both black women. So there's no Tuskegeeing going on here. And then one of them said, what if they're on the other side? And I said... It's probably Candace Owens, Stacey Dash. <laughs> I I didn't look. It might have been Stacey Dash and Candace yeah. Owens that shot me up with the vaccine, and now I have mm. syphilis. So goodbye, cruel world. I'm gonna be like Capone up in here. Tax evasion, gunshots, all that stuff. So that's what, what I've been up to. Yeah, that's 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 a big week. Yeah, so I was really I was really tired last night and we watched the QAnon documentary which gets us into what we've been watching. What we've been watching. Is this like at a five? Yeah. It's like a news. <laughs> Action news. Yeah. Um yeah, so we watched half third a third a three We watched three episodes, right? Three out of six. So yeah, that's half. Okay. We watched half of the QAnon thing. Mm-hmm. Which is less QAnon and more like who is Q? Yeah, it's kind of like a mystery, like a no murder yet. Solve the mystery. Yeah, I was gonna say a murder Just mystery. Well, it mystery. could be a murder mystery. Who knows? Because there might be a know. murder. But also, it seems a lot. It's sort of like more talking about so far the message boards or whatever these are called: eight chan, four chan, two chan, Reddit, etc. Um, free speech. Yeah, but I think it's it's more of the because we all kind of know sort of what happened, but it's more of the how did it happen? So that it's kind yeah. of like we all know how cookies are made, but how are they made? Like where did it all? Where does it all start? <laughs> you're like oh yeah, right. You have to dig down. And you're like oh, it's a chemical reaction between the baking soda. I mean, and the yeah, I've, I've, that's what I've learned about so far is what these boards are and are not. I guess so. Yeah. Reddit seems to be the safest place to be. Well, the safest place to be is at home right now, Michelle. Yeah, stay home. Hashtag stay home. Um, wear a mask, yada, yada. But, um, or yeah, you know, the safest places just don't be on the internet like that. But, I don't know. I, I don't. But if you want to be, Reddit I've seems some, to be the safest one. I've had some nostalgic feelings about the internet. Um, 
my brother did an ad for Peterbilt or something. He was in a Peterbilt mm-hmm. ad or something. So I clicked on it, didn't know it was Facebook. I went to Facebook and then I saw like some people that I haven't talked to in months because I'm not on Facebook and that's the only place we ever talked. And I was like, Stay oh, off Facebook. I miss those people. But then also I was Do like you. racist. So then yeah. I... I I then closed. Not the it. people you miss. No, 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 not the people. I, I miss the <laughs> races. I wish pe- I miss. I wish people would tell me. I, man, I, I back in the day when people told me to go back where I came from. I miss those days. They were so precious. I think you're in a much better mental place without Facebook in your life. I think so too. You've replaced it with Reddit. Yeah, which is well, subtracting what happened yesterday on Reddit. But you know, I'm not going to go into that. So. So there's, I don't even think Reddit's in the same category as these chans. There's the 2chan, 4chan, and 8chan. Problematic. But that's what they are. The, the I know, ch- but just say these chans. Okay. Well, the the 8chan is what? Wild West? Anything goes? I guess so, yeah. From what they're saying. 4chan grew a conscience at some point. I guess so. I've never been on either one of them. And started quote-unquote censoring i guess i would say moderating i think if you have a website it's your website and you're running it and you're just allowing people to post on it i think you can do whatever you want with it right <laughs> like you yeah, can moderate so. whatever you want on it as yeah. long as you set rules these are the rules for my website i wonder what the rules are for par- parking lots because it seems like the same thing it's like i don't own these cars these people are putting their cars on this lot but I have some responsibility of what happens on the lot. Right. But I can't take all responsibility. Right. So it's like, huh, what if we look at parking lot law and then apply that to um, like community websites? Hmm. So I guess so far there's been a lot of like the freedom of speech thing going on. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I told Josh yesterday that it makes me, it's those BuzzFeed lists or whatever lists that are like, 95 things that restored my faith in humanity this week. And it's like puppies and good neighbors and nurses saving people. And then cookies. Yeah. And then you watch this documentary and it's all about the disgustingness of the image boards or post boards, whatever these are. And they're just awful, awful humanity on there. I think it's a lack of humanity. Actually, it's not even... It's not even humanity here. Yeah, I it's can see that. Awful. So it's the antithesis of. Ooh, big words. So it's very disturbing to know. I mean, I know it's out there. I know this is going on, but it's still gross. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's the cue. That's the cue. That's, <laughs> that's the cue documentary. That's what's quote so far. We we don't know who Q is yet. I think it might be Ron and um, Ron and um. I forgot his name. Jim? I say your cue I in the he... library with the candlestick. <laughs> I think it's Ron. Swanson? And Jim with Halpert? those pens. The pen was the giveaway. The I figured that out before they told us. The sword. I figured that out before they told eh, us. You could be wrong. You've been wrong before. I could be. The next episode is probably going to introduce someone brand new. You're like, and then there was Lily. And you're like, <gasps> the guy making Lily. the documentary is cute. What? He's trying to throw us all off the scent. Maybe, like I said yesterday, Quincy Jones is cute. Could be. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think so, but. Could be. 
He spills the tea quite a bit. You know, normally I invite people on the podcast anytime. I will not extend that invitation to Q. To Q? Oh, I thought you meant Quincy Jones. I was like, invite <laughs> no. Quincy Jones, No, please. Quincy, come on. You can come on anytime. He's like, hey, man. We did not I just, just call you, you know Q. That, um, Paul McCartney is a complete piece of trash. You're like, hmm. please, please, Q, calm down. You don't like Baby I'm Amazed? Maybe I'm Amazed? You think yeah, that's his I'm nickname? Amazed. And then like when Q happened, it was like, dang it. I think they still probably call him Q because he's think like they ever 90 call him Quinn? something. <laughs> or, or C? Or just C. What's up, C? In, in C? Joe or yeah. Owns. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So anyway. that's what we've been watching. Talking <laughs> to Winter Soldier, still confused, but it's getting better. Yeah. Um, Jesus and Mero's been gone. Um, one of my coworkers said Young Rock is really good, so I got to Finally, are we going to watch it finally? You've been no, I told her uh, we've been watching too many shows, so we might binge it once it's I think that's what you said you were waiting for maybe. It's just to watch them all at once. Yeah. So that's the deal. That's what's been up. That's how we've been watching. I'm Why actually I'm looking forward to I want to watch a couple new shows. There's uh, Home Economics. No. Yes. Is that and, with Tover? Yes. And um Rebel. Stofer Tover. Rebel Wilson's in that? No. The oh, Rebel, show. the show with what with Peg. Yeah, with Peg. I don't think so, Peg. <laughs> yeah, those both I, I'm intrigued. Those both look interesting. So we might add those to the repertoire. Maybe. I think Rebel might be a little too Is that gonna be a show I watch? Maybe. On my own? It seems like it's gonna be a little bit too heavy handed in the acting. Mm. Like the the subject matter isn't, but it just seems like it's a little like, yeah, I don't know. It does sort of have a, a vibe of a show you don't watch, right? It's kind of like the the mental the mental version of like CBS shows, like the shows that are filmed in a studio. And I'm like, oh, this is not a house at all. This is a studio. I feel that way about this. It's like we are acting, and I'm like, Ugh. well, I think it's it's also it's because it's gonna be like. Problem solve, problem solve, problem solve. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know. 50, yeah, 53 minutes yeah. or whatever, 23 minutes. It started out with this complex problem. And they're like, oh, yeah, Q has just been this guy. And he's like, yeah. I would have gotten away with it. It wasn't for you meddling kids. Yeah, like a legal drama. Yeah. It seems like, I never yeah. watched Boston you don't, Legal you don't like or those. any of that stuff. Yeah. I hate legality. Eight chan all the way. But you like the legal eagle. That's right. <laughs> I was looking up Legal Eagle because I was trying to convince this kid on Reddit that um, all sampling is illegal, except for obviously public domain, but kids don't listen. Oh yeah, send Legal Eagle your question. I was looking for a Legal Eagle video, but I didn't Mm. find one. I found Abed's video, but then I just gave up because I'm like, they're not going to listen to me. They're just going to be like, oh yeah, post Abed's video. They're just going to be like, well, I heard from my friend. Like, you know. You don't know. Like kids always do. That's what they all do. They're That's like, why the heard, internet is stupid. I heard stupid. from my friend, if you have sex and then stand up, like you don't get pregnant. And you're like, I'm a gynecologist and I'm telling you that is not true. And they're like, I don't know. My friend told me. And you're like, all right, fine. Whatever. Do your thing. And what I'm trying to say to you, all you kids that are listening to this, you're dumb. This is why you just don't interact with randos on the internet. No, I'm fine. I just hmm. try to help when I can. But hmm. you, the thing is, you got to know when to back out. Yeah. And, and so not like, care. Yeah, you just go like, "Hey, I just want to let you know, um, when you when you put your hand really close to that blade, it could be chopped off." And you're like, "Somebody told me I can't." I'm like, "All right, fine, whatever." And I just walk away. And they're like, "Do you hear that guy get his arm chopped off?" And I'm like, "Makes sense." Speaking of a blade, you could put your arm near and not get chopped off. 
Did you know that the thing they use to take a cast off is not a bleed? I think I told you this. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah. It's like a vibrating circle. Yeah, it's a vibrating thing. He goes, watch, and stuck it on his hand. <laughs> and he's like, ah! <laughs> But I was That'd like, oh. That would be a oh. great Halloween gag for your kids. Yeah. Like, you're a surgeon, you bring that home. <laughs> you're like, check this yeah. out, kids, I brought this off. I'm like, yeah. yeah. But I thought that was amazing. He demonstrated that before, because I was yeah, seriously so you, wondering. Yeah. I was you like, like, please uh, be careful with yeah. that thing. How steady is your hand? How steady is your hand? All right. Was that enough of that? Yeah, we're Ready not going to talk about it anymore. On? Let's move on to the movie. The movie. Manare, the movie. I apologize to all you who don't like my singing. It's what gets me through the day, just being silly. If you think it's dumb, that's fine. But this is what I do to cope with Josh, this Josh, with this flesh bag I'm Josh, in. Josh. What? Never apologize for being you. Yeah, you guys, you got it's you're the ones that have the problem, not me. You have the drinking problem, not me. So, Minari. <laughs> Thanks for that. Amazing lead-in. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, start where we start. I am DB. Let's start where we start. That's an amazing <laughs> after I'm trying lead-in. to wash away what you just did. You're what? just, you're, you're going to. No, it'll be, it's fine. It takes time. Okay. Go. All right. I am DB. About Minari, this is what IMDb says. A Korean family starts a farm in 1980s Arkansas. That's it? Seriously? That's it. it. The Dark Knight. A man has many adversaries. Hmm? What? Okay. A man, a bat, takes matters into his own hands. A man. A Batman. Yeah. No, a man, a bat. And then you're like, a man has a bat or his, right. he, like, in his hands? Or right. Is there an animal bat involved? What's a man deal? becomes a bat and seeks vengeance. <laughs> That's a little better. But I guess it's kind of accurate. <laughs> yeah. So a Korean family starts a farm in 1980s Arkansas. And I almost said it Arkansas. <laughs> Arkansas. Yeah. Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, so that's that from IMDb. I think Thanks that's so what I much. Arkansas? Yeah, when we first moved to Texas, and I was like, oh, is this Arkansas? And they're like, Arkansas. So, mm, okay, never heard of I this I mean, place. it makes sense because it doesn't end with a W. It ends with an S. Kansas is Kansas. You just put an A-R in front of it, and then yeah. all of a sudden the S on the end goes away. Yeah, I feel sorry for people who have to learn English. Yeah. We make no sense. Mm-mm. Thanks, British. I mean, we're not the only ones. The French have a lot of letters they don't say. Yeah, that's true. So, but they, are they more consistent? Like ours, I, we yeah, just kind of choose so. randomly. Like, I think we're so. not saying those letters. Yeah. Like, why not? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there's little accents and things to kind of tip you off right. on what's going on. Yeah. yeah, we just it's just an E, and then you have to just guess if it's E sound or an A or mm-hmm. W for some reason. Yeah. So yeah. All right. All right. So, did you know? Nope. That this movie was based on so writer director Lee Isaac Chung. Based this movie, it's loosely autobiographical. His family, his dad moved his family to Arkansas to start a farm. I don't know what other similarities there are, but because the interviews and the things I read, he didn't really go into a whole lot of it. So maybe I just didn't did find he the have right a ones. Broken ding dong? I don't know. But he said that what, so what he did is he went to the library and just started thinking about like going through memories of when he was six. Uh huh. So. He just made a bunch of notes and then eventually made a movie. But he, I should do that about my experience. Yeah. Do it. 
I gotta wait till the library opens up. They might be. Yeah, I don't know if the libraries are open yet. But um, you could go to the park. That's not the library. It doesn't have to be the library. If I want to be successful like he is. Okay, fine. So, um, anyway, his parents apparently are um, private people. Oh, they were chicken sexers. Um, like this movie. <laughs> just just guys, heads up. If you haven't seen the movie, we're going to say a lot of weird things. You're like, what is that reference? I'm like, you should have watched the movie. Just please watch the movie. Guys, yeah, if you've... Like if Broken this, Ding Dong. And if this sexer. is your first time joining us on this podcast, there's a lot of spoilers. We're talking about the movie that we said we watched. We just watched yeah, the movie. We're not going to speak in And we're code. talking about it. So, obviously, spoilers. Pause the episode. Go watch the movie. Come back. Um, if you want. Whatever. But um, anyway, so his parents, apparently, though, they're like private people. So, he didn't even tell them he made this movie until he was already editing it. <laughs> I don't know how they took it. It, <laughs> it didn't go into that. Um, so... Did you know that this is the did you know section, guys? Did you know that this was the did you know section? Yeah, these are some things. I only I got a few little facts because I think sometimes I go on too long. Um, but there is a bit of controversy. So this movie has obviously received lots of award nominations. Uh-huh. And it has already won some. Is did someone you- saying that he stole their story of his family moving hmm. to a farm? No. But there's a bit of controversy Someone's because... Like, what about white families that moved to farms? Because, because the Golden Globes put this in the foreign language category, the foreign film category, which, uh, mm, yeah, mm. which, because I remember when we were watching the Golden Globes and it was, it was like whatever country, whatever country, and then Minari America or United States, however it was listed, and we were mm. like, huh? So anyway, it was um, classified that way because of their rule about the language spoken was 50% English or 50% in another language. And so, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I said, I found that out on a video about how they categorize stuff for the Grammys. I think it's like, I think if it's like 70% or 50% elements of whatever, it falls into that category, which is kind of weird because it's like, like I always wonder, okay, so you put a fiddle in the song, even though it has hip-hop beats, and she's kind of singing country, but mm. mainly rapping, it's somehow still country. Right. Um, so, yeah, I guess this is that kind of thing where they're like, well, some of it was in Korean, so it's right. a foreign language film. And it was... Uh, is it foreign language or foreign film? Foreign film. Oh, yeah. That's kind of weird. Weird, right? So, um, it won. Yay. But... um. But people were very confused and, and upset about that because it was made in America by Americans, like Korean Americans. Right. Like this is American film. The story in itself, everyone keeps saying, this is the very, the most American story. Right. So they were kind of upset about that. That makes um, sense because, yeah, if you if you did a film by African Americans speaking Congolese, or I don't know what the official name of most of the Congo is. Um, well, somebody, that would be kind of bothersome to people from the Congo. Like no. we weren't even involved in this film. That's what happened. I guess people had that kind of thing with Beyonce's film, where she used a lot of African-inspired stuff, but mm, didn't necessarily allegedly people. involve. I never saw it involve too many African people. So, yeah, understandable. So this is nominated for Oscars, um, best picture, and I can't remember the rest of them. 
I know there's um best fake foreign film. The um there's not the on the wiki page usually there's like the the little grid that shows you all the nominations. Is there not and... all the leaves on the on the ad or the poster? Hmm? Like nominated for this. They usually have Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I think those are all the Sundance thing because that was where it was. Anyway, um, best picture, best supporting. Steven Yoon got nominated and um, for supporting. No, I think he was best actor. Oh, here's a list. Okay, best picture, best director, best actor, best supporting actress. Um, Yoon, the grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, it won the Golden Globe for best. Oh, sorry, it was best foreign language film. Um, and it was nominated for SAG Awards. Well, then that's fine. Best foreign language film. Mm, I don't know. People, I, I think, don't know what it was up against. I'm just saying, like, it does qualify. I feel like it. Well, if you on. said foreign film, then I would for sure be like, oh, no, it's not a foreign film. Yeah. But foreign language, it qualifies. So, um, and then as I watched the little clip earlier, um, the little boy won, um, Alan Kim won the Critics' Choice award mm. for best young actor I feel like critics choice kids always have a pretty high ability he this, was so adorable they're so cute and it reminds you of when you were so cute and then when you see other adults you're like <laughs> he immediately started crying and then he started listing off like everyone he was like thought thank his family and like a whole bunch of names and like thank all the people in the movie and he thanked a24 and he thanked um the who's the other blue blue planet what's that blue planet <laughs> i don't know what's the production it's a24 and oh plan b plan b yeah blue planet i knew there was a b like, hmm. there's a b somewhere um yeah we got the most adorable acceptance speech oh because he's soups adorbs soups <gasps> the soups yeah so oh um i looked up what minari is Look it up. It is. Did you buy some at the store? No. I don't even know if they would have any. Um, uh, Chinese celery is also. Uh, what is Does it called? look like celery? Is it like. Or smaller? water celery. It has a bunch of names. Uh, water celery. So anyway. Um, I don't know. A lot of countries use Minari. It grows really well. Like the movie said. Um. In Korea, the plant is called Minari and is eaten as a vegetable. Um, yeah. So anyway. Vegetable. Okay. And that's 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 it. I thought I had more, but um that the these are these are notes for, for other times. When we for talk. other times? Yeah, other times we talk. Other podcast episodes other, we do. <laughs> other okay. discussions. So, getting to it. Break it down. Break it down for the people. So, this movie, we start off. Um, uh, you have five minutes. Five minutes? What's the main character's, what's his name? Pete Holmes. I just, he's Stephen Yoon. So, Jacob. Okay. Yeah. So, Jacob is a dad played by Stephen Yoon. He is basically tired of their life in California. They've been sexing chickens in California for 10 years. If you don't know what sexing chickens is, it's not what you think. It's trying to determine the sex of chickens. Um, It's also, as he put it in the movie, staring at chicken butts for 10 years. That's true. You got to kind of look. You flip look them up. over and you check out what's going on and then you toss one in a bin and you toss the other and in a bin. That hot. ends up in fire. 
There, there's not much going on because it's very hard to see. You have to practice a lot. But if you look up Mike Rowe, uh, oh, yeah. sexing chickens, yeah. it'll tell you. Yeah, it's a skill, obviously. So yeah. anyway, it's like trying to figure out if it's a positive or negative barrel on a guitar. Um, Apparently, he uh, was an expert. Um, chicken sexer or the Jacob. character. No, Jacob. I mean, his dad could have been too. It was based on him. So who knows? Uh, but anyway, so he, um, his dream has to be, was to own land and, um, have a farm. So he moves his family to Arkansas, buys land, buys, buys a, um, what is it? It's not a motor home. It's a trailer. Yeah. It's a trailer trailer. home. Yeah. Um, that's just in the middle of this land and, um, moves his family there. Um, the wife is not particularly thrilled with this. Um, but he is so excited and he's going to, they're going to have a great life. He's going to get this going and it's all for the family to better. And so they're going to have a um, Korean farm or Korean, like grow Korean fruits and Korean vegetables. Mm-hmm. So the kids, there's two kids, little boy, little girl. Um, so they have to get used to this new life too. And um, they don't really have like water and I don't know, they get water in buckets a lot. Um, yeah. There's no, there's not a lot of, um, resources there so the wife isn't happy um and they decide to bring grandma over her mother um to live with them to help with the kids and to kind of just be there for the mom um to help her i guess yeah just make her feel good about the situation um to make it better so anyway so it's just about that about the family adjusting to this new life um, and then the grandmother is getting to know the grandkids. The grandmother gets sick. And the son is sick. Oh, he the son? A, yeah, he yeah. Has a murmur. Sorry. David is the son. Alan Kim plays David. His character has a heart murmur. So he's often, the whole movie, he's told, David, stop running. David, stop running. So grandma comes along. He tells her all the time, you are not a real grandma. And she swears. She swears. She, she gambles. She watches stories. Doesn't bake cookies. She doesn't do any grandma stuff, as he right. says. Right. So um, he's very upset with this. Does not like grandma. Um, but they bond throughout the movie. And um, grandma gets sick and then um, accidentally burns down the vegetables. Yeah. Well, she has a stroke. She has a stroke. Comes back. She's trying to, she's, you know, seems to be one of those people that, She's not going to let something... She doesn't want to just sit there. Right. She wants to be doing stuff. Yeah. So she was trying to help out by burning trash and accidentally burns down the barn of food. Um, Right. Just when he got a sale. Yeah. So, and then that's... It's... Let me break this down for people. So think of it as you worked on... I'm sure many people here are artists of some sort or do some sort of thing on the computer. Even if you um, have an Excel spreadsheet, let's just say you had all your Excel spreadsheets that you had worked on the last six months on a hard drive and then the hard drive dies. That's essentially what happened to him. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't understand how farming works. His hard drive died. His hard drive so, was set on fire. Yeah. By his grandma. Right after his mom in law. Uh, yeah, so, and along the way, Grandma had wandered off to the creek and been planting Minari um, vegetable. Right. Because it grows abundantly and doesn't, it'll grow anywhere. Anywhere That's it's right. planted, apparently. It'll I've just, got some behind my ear. It'll grow. So, the end of the movie, we see dad and son going to the creek and Which harvesting. Which the dad has not gone to for some reason. Right. 
uh, we see them harvesting the Minari together. So the end. That's it. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Um, So let's get into some more of it. Do you want to talk cast first? Oh, we could talk cast. I was going to talk about living in a small town, but go ahead. Well, like we just watched an interview. I think it was Variety. Maybe it was talking to the cast and the director. Um, And I think it was Steven Yoon said that the cast was just perfect. And I would have to say, I think that's true. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> mr you yeah i think you're correct yeah um i agree i don't i don't because you know sometimes like casting might be almost perfect and you're like if they had just switched out one person like i don't know who to replace them with but they could have done one better but i think everybody they felt cohesive they felt like a family uh-huh. um i think that i love steven you and i love seeing him do more like would love to see him and more stuff the grandmother was amazing so the grandmother and the son um so the grandmother's name is uh yu jung yoon and um alan kim is the little boy and they just they them together was just everything um the mother played you know the distraught mother very well <laughs> like yeah. shell shocked by what her husband had dragged them into um, and even the little sister was just a really great annoyed older sister. <laughs> right. A mothering annoyed uh, yeah. older sister. So I think I think they really felt like a little family. I think that was, I think they all did such a great job. Yeah. I don't know how you cast children because it seems like a very hard job um, because I'm an adult and I don't know how to give the same amount of energy time and time again. Uh, so to be able to figure out when you uh, interview when you uh, have a child audition that you know that when it's hot or cold or the 15th take that they're still going to be like yeah bah, 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 right you know or that they'll be able to take direction right they could just be like oh and they right could just be pulling up weeds and whatnot so I guess that's when you replace them <laughs> I guess so. is that what happened to the girl in ant-man um, i don't know but yeah, I, you know, every yeah, everybody was great. I didn't, yeah, nobody felt out of place. I think they 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 casted people who had the strength of the characters that they needed. Mm. Like I'm sure each one of them embodied some of the character they were playing. You know, as we saw, the kid was just as boisterous and crazy in interviews as he is in the movie. Right. Um. So, I think that just tells you everything about. Not only the cast, but the casting and all the people involved in that process. So, yeah, everybody was great. I think the the thing that was um, was interesting about this movie was the interpersonal relationships between everybody. Mm-hmm. You had the mom and dad. And the funny thing to me was, like, they didn't seem like they really talk this through i feel like they should have gone on couples counseling that show on showtime yeah this seems like very much like this is the dream i promise it's going to be great let's just do it and she was like okay because she even said when they got there she was like this is not what you said this was gonna be so i guess he probably just bigged it up a lot and i don't know what she was expecting to drive up to but it was not an empty field with a trailer that had no stairs to the door. <laughs> yeah, that's a, the yeah. Like, if you want to get your family on board, have stairs. 
I mean, yeah, at least. The minimum, just have stairs. Yeah. And maybe put a skirt on the truck, right. on the thing. There was no skirt. <laughs> right. There's no stairs, not even cinder block. Like, we right. know, we've been over to people's houses um, at South Fork. They at least had cinder block on the thing. So he he was driving and he knew what to expect. Or even, right. he, even if he didn't, he just had the dream. Like, he had all the drive for it. She was just going with it, but she had no idea. Like we've all done, like you've all, we've all done something where we roll up and we are maybe thinking one thing and then we're like, what yeah. is this? Yeah, what is this? Like even just like our hotel room in Paris. Remember? <laughs> it was like, what? You know, it was well, not was what we expected. That was such a way to choose a hotel because this was back in the day when you couldn't really, like the internet wasn't as cool as it is now. So you couldn't, I'm sure there were websites better, but like there wasn't much information you could get. So we just rolled up and it was the lobby was like the size of a Yugo. And then the <laughs> elevator was the size of a seat in a Yugo. It was as big as us. The and then, yeah. And then the uh, then the hotel we were staying in was like the bed. You could walk around it, TV and a really high tub. Yeah. We I like, mean, hmm? so that's kind of I mean, you know, obviously that's nothing compared to. But like you just you, either you roll up and you're like. Yeah, huh. a, tra- a trailer home okay. and, then, uh, and then Paris are not well, really the same thing. But So what do I do now? Right, This you've already, is now my life. Yeah, you've already moved yourself and your kids. So yeah, they, they could have, yeah, he could have done a better job. As we see throughout the movie, he's really just, um, he's one, He's like, it's, it's like a Jack and the Beanstalk type situation. He's just kind of like, all right, well, I'm going to trade these beans. Or what is it? He traded money for beans? I can't remember how Jack and the Beanstalk. He traded a cow for beans. Cow, yeah. And I feel like that's what he was doing. He was just kind of like, this is going to work. I swear. We're going to be able to slay the giant and get cash. But she was like, we have kids. And also, what was it? The first day or so they stayed there? There was a tornado. Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't oh even know. Goodness. Everyone was like, what's a tornado? Wait, what is going on What here? do we do? And then it was like, oh, are we leaving? It's like, no, this is just uh, a warning. A watch. A watch, not a warning. Which, you know, growing like, up in whatever Tornado Alley, isn't that what they called it? Where? Yeah, whatever. I think we were in the, we were in I the, could the never, taint of the Tornado <laughs> I could never make sense of what a Tornado watch and a Tornado warning was. Yeah. Like, I, which one's which? Just tell us, I just, do you see a tornado or do you not see a tornado? I just said, uh, either one, I'm staying inside. That's yeah. That was my thought process. But yeah, it's... it. So... So the, he, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, like he he could see the he was there and had all the enthusiasm for the potential and the dream, and she was very rooted in reality and the yeah, right she was like, right what now. The, yeah, but like, how are you going to do this? Right, it's really. The, we have to pay bills. We have to feed our kids. We need water. What on earth? Well, they had water. They had water in the trailers. Just they didn't have water for the crops. Right, and then he didn't want to pay somebody with the with the weird water stick but eventually um, then they didn't have water in the trailer because right. he couldn't Cause, pay it well because he like he couldn't pay it because he had he had siphoned the water his home water into the farm water right and then obviously Ran that's expensive too much yeah and then they shut off all water yeah but i think that was the biggest thing i know like in the beginning he was so uh enthusiastic and yeah. so upbeat and so positive kind of running around like you know super excited and probably renewed like you know i can't i would imagine he, they were 
you could tell that there was, um, like you, you were saying, like they needed marriage counseling when they weren't communicating, but you could tell there was something going on with them, like even before they got there. Right. They were not cohesive. Um, and so I'm sure his unhappiness in his job in California right. was contributing to that. And so here he's just like so happy. Um, and then she's uh, not. Yeah, it was like a flip. Because right. she was probably content, like, we just do our thing. Mm-hmm. We sex these chickens, and then our kids go to college, and they are successful, and then we stay at their house. And it seemed like even the fact that the kids, so the scene where the, the parents start fighting, and they're screaming at each other, um, and so then the kids go real quick, and they start making little paper airplanes, and they keep writing, don't fight, stop fighting, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. And so, But they have no arm strength. That, right. They, the, the planes, planes don't did go not, really anywhere. They didn't make it over there. But what that told me was that that was their plan. Like that was their go-to. Like right. as soon as the parents knew, really started fighting, this was what they would go do. They would go make little planes right. to tell them to stop fighting. And I was like, oh, they fought a lot. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a lot of subtlety in this movie um, of just little things where you have to kind of take that information and then look back. And be mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to take this and extrapolate it back to how they got to this point. And yeah, he he definitely had a gambler's mindset. And it made me kind of think about the mom because the mom played cards all the time and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wonder if some of that was, you know, we attract the people we know or whatever. So I wonder if it's like he's kind of mm-hmm. like a little little crazy and a little like taking chances and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like the 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 grandma and the grandson... You know, that was I thought that was really interesting because you have you have the cultural barrier, you have the um the lack of a relationship. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like I don't know how much they heard about their grandma, but when she showed up, they were just kinda like, You don't he was like, You don't look like a grandma. Right. So his ideal grand like his right. idealized grandma from not knowing a grandma and then like he's American you know, um right, Asian right, right. American kid or Korean American. Um has never he's what six eight in the movie right has never met his grandmother so right. he just expects her to probably be like gray-haired right. baking with the apron on and right everything he sees in like storybooks and stuff right tv um maybe friends in california's grandparents maybe he right. knew his their grandparents anyway so yeah and she shows up and she is none of those things right but he's not shy about telling her everything he thinks Right, which yeah. I love because kids do that. They just she, shout things out. Right. It didn't help that she um, broke open a chestnut with her mouth, bit a piece off, and then handed it to him. <laughs> you know, the first time I meet you, I don't really want you to hand me a half-bitten right. chestnut. We're not but, birds. You don't need to right, chew it yeah. first and then give it to me. But, you know. But it, all their little scenes together were so great, even in his. You know, you're not a real grandma. You don't bake cookies. You swear. You gamble. Right. Or what? I I don't think he said gamble, but he he was very pointed and pointed into his little hand. Right. But all the things she did not do, and she was not a real grandma. But she wore that as a badge of honor. It seemed like she was almost like thanked him every time. Right. Would, she was like, "I'm me. Right. That's like, who I am. Right. And then she like kind of kicks him, and he's like, "Stop it." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then she she encourages him to kind of like take chances. Mm-hmm. They go out to the creek. She tells him to run a little bit, and then he kind of explains that he can't, which was nice because she then says like, "Okay, fine, we won't run." She's like, "I think I can, they just walked fast or something." Yeah, she's like, "I can barely run either, so it's cool." You know, 
where I think, um, I think like in like most American movies, the grandma who came was like, you know what? You're soft. We need to get you running track. And like, uh, he can't do that. Then he has like a heart murmur attack or whatever. But she was like, yeah, I understand. That's cool. She was like, well, let's go down to the creek. Let's plant these things. Let's, let's spend some time together. And then she even says, look, I'll, I'll, I'll do grandma stuff. Like, I don't want you to hate me. I'll, I'll be myself, but I'll also like do some of this grandma stuff you're doing. So that was, that was nice in the, the brother and the sister, like you can see it going from the parents, how much she had to kind of mother him as mm-hmm. a second eye for his heart. And also when the parents are fighting, she had to kind of be like the parental figure. Or when the parents are him. working, right. like they took the oh, kid, right. you know, she, she had to look after him. Right. Because a lot of times, yeah, they were, and, and this is the thing that parents kind of do is like, especially in the summer, I don't know what, were they in school? No. So yeah, maybe this was the summer. Mm-hmm. So they, they stuffed them in vacation Bible school. Or whatever. Right. Right. They're like, uh, why don't you learn about Jesus? We don't really want you staying home or complaining or setting the house on fire. So go here. So she had to wake her brother up and all those type of things. Make sure he gets dressed. Um, and so, yeah, she had to kind of play this mom role. And the interesting thing is like the, the sister, you know, embraced the grandma decently. She wasn't like super excited, but she right. was just kind of like, yeah, this is, this is our grandma. And then the dad just kind of was like, she's here. Right. So <laughs> I think it, it seemed like one of the things was that grandma was a point of contention with the parents. Oh, right. Because that yeah. caused fights. But but so he was so focused on his farm and he was chasing his dream or whatever. But he took a moment to recognize that his wife was lonely and sad and was like, OK, I guess your mom can come live right. with us. Like, will that make you that's happy? How you, that's how you get your husbands and <laughs> boyfriends. You guilt them. So it's sadness. Yeah. So then mom moved from Korea. Um. To Arkansas. So that's that I was thinking that sounds expensive for them, but I forgot she was the one who had money. Grandma, yeah. Yeah, she, she came up with, up a, with an She envelope. came up with a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And the daughter was like, No, we can't take your money. I would have right. been like, sure, let's do it. Right. As long as there wasn't uh strings attached. Mm. So, you know, I, I think that's what his character, you know, the dad was just kind of like, Okay, well, she's here. <laughs> Hopefully, you know, that will make like, things yeah, better. Yeah, leave me alone. Or, you know, just hopefully that'll make things better for his wife. Yeah. Um, but, and leave him alone. Because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when they when they have the fight later, you see that he's just like, why can't you let me be happy? And then she even says, you, what did he say? He was like, you know, as if, the, you know, if you want to, you can just go. If this doesn't work out, you could do your own thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then it works out. They sell the the vegetables. Mm-hmm. And he was like, this is awesome. This is great. Blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, what are you talking about? He's like, why are, why are you, what's why your problem? Are you upset? And she's like, you just told me I could go and you put vegetables over your Right. She said family. you chose the farm over your family. Right. Um, so I think, you know, that is kind of like his, was just like the 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 thing that kind of showed like where his mindset was, where he was just kind of like, by any means necessary, I'm going to get this farm going. Mm-hmm. If I just have to be a curmudgeon old man by himself who has a successful farm business, I'll do that. I'll lose my kids. I'll lose my wife. 
Well, and he, but he did keep saying, this is for you. This is for the family. This is for everybody. Though it was, I like, I don't know what the percentage of that was. Right. Because this seemed like this was always his dream. Like, right. this is what he wanted to do. But he also wanted to have something, to have land, to have something for a family, to have a, an established legacy. Um, yeah. You know, but it, it it's like, okay, well, you're kind of sacrificing what you have right now. Right. It's like she said, she was like, we could just be in California sexing chickens and work on our marriage and try to work on our family, or we can be fighting here over this farm. And I think that's the, that's kind of the, the tough thing is like, like we watched um, Kevin Hart's documentary and he was like, I'm doing all this for my family and blah, blah, blah. And he had like, uh, he has like a mansion where when he talks, it echoes. I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing this for? You're literally doing this for no one because you were rich enough. Not unless you're just blowing through money and lawsuits and whatever. Um, you're rich enough to where you don't need to be doing 17 things at once. Like right. he had the ra- he had the radio show and then he has the YouTube show and he was doing a stand up thing and he had a movie and it was like dude it was a lot spend time yeah. with your family yeah. like the point of success is to be able to take a step back and be able to say like wow this is great and not go at the end of your life say wow I really didn't know my family because I was always working and I think that was to me that was the mindset he was going into is more so of I'm gonna build this empire kind of like the show Empire where I'm doing this for my family, but as I'm doing this, I'm shutting out my own kids. I'm shunning my kids. I'm making them feel bad because they want to become, you know, snowboarders or, you know, whatever. And you're like, what about the farm? Who's going to take over the farm? It's like, we didn't ask you to do this. I think though, I mean, a lot of it though, I think might be just like kind of how you just want to have something of your own. No, like you want to build and yeah. like that kind of American dream thing. Like you, because he was so resistant to help, it seemed like. Yeah. Like he really wanted to do things and he wanted to do them his way and he wanted right. to make it happen. Like he wouldn't talk to the, I mean, yeah, you know, a water stick guy. I don't know that I, I would. wouldn't talk to him. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, he was pretty resistant to different things that were offered to him or different helps or whatever. Right. Um, You know, he did hire Paul. Uh, to help him, but yeah, he was he was pretty like I'm doing this, and so I I feel like a lot of it too was like driven by this need to have and establish right. and like you know do I you know for him more than what he was doing. I think, um, and I, you know he was he clearly sounded like the way he put it was like what you would have had to stay in California looking at chicken butts until we die. And in her mind, that was fine because yeah. it was stable and the thick and everything was done. You know, kids were taken care of and she didn't need to pursue anything more. Right. Like that or was fine worry. for her or yeah. worry. And so in the situation he brought them into, now this was life filled with worry and uncertainty. And he, right, that was the gamble he had to take. And you got to find a middle ground. Like you can't, if you give a family and a partner, like you gotta tell them what's like you can't you know you gotta find a middle ground right there. yeah it's uh, you know to his credit he whenever it did hit dire straits he did get help like Paul kept convincing him like I'm a good worker I can blah 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 mm-hmm. did he sell he sold him the tractor too right it was Paul's tractor yeah he bought Paul's tractor so he bought Paul's tractor he hired Paul and then eventually you know he paid the water stick man to come down and work his find uh, the water his magic or whatever and find the water so 
you know, to his credit, he ended up doing that. It's just kind of, I think it's one of those things where people, like in the music world, people want to be like, I wrote everything and I mixed everything and I mastered everything. And it's kind of like, how much time did you waste and how Mm -hmm. much like, there's kind of a thing where you, especially like, how good is the music? Does it sound horrible? And no one wants to listen to it. And you just wanted the pride of saying, I did everything. And everybody's like, we don't care. It's horrible. Or the other thing you could say is like, oh, I found a bunch of loops and I just threw them all together. And then I sent it to my friend who's a great mixing and mastering engineer. And we released it. And it's got like 10,000 downloads. Like, which one do you mm-hmm. want? And also there's like a middle ground for that. But I think, yeah, he just wanted to be like, I, he, I, think, I perceive through my lens is that he wanted to be one of those people on you know cnbc who was like i built this thing myself with my bare hands mm-hmm. i went out and did the thing and blah blah blah, blah. and then he's they're like wow what a success story you know but that's i think a lot of times that's not even real when people are like i did everything I'm like, oh, okay, oh sure. right yeah sure you you did right so i don't know so i love some of his quotes though like um in the beginning when he was like when the stick guy had come and he was like now nah, we're good and then he was teaching um david he was like, all right. He was like, never pay for something you can find for free. That's true. That's Which, very true. Right? So, and that was in reference to, he's like, we pay for the water for the house. That's why you search for uh, a TV show and you then type free download. <laughs> but they're going to find the water for the farm. So he, you know, kind of, then he told David, like, we use our mind. He was like, well, did we use the dumb stick? No. <laughs> We used our mind and we found water on our own. Um, so I liked his little lessons. That's yeah, it's a good it's a good anti con man um, lesson. Well, and like an, to know that you have it in yourself to do things. Like yeah. if you look around and because you told him he was like, yeah. "Look, where does water go down? Where would the water be?" He's like, "Look out, where would the water be?" And he was like, "By the tree line, down the hill, you know, whatever." Yeah, he, yeah, so, he said trees like water. Yeah, whatever. trees like water by the trees. So then that's where they went and they dug and they found water. So. Yeah, I think there's a lot of little lessons like, you know, you can use your mind. That's what you're yeah. saying. Use your brain, people. Don't just rely on water stick other men. people. Yeah. Even though you need help. It's it's like both of it. Like Yeah, you gotta play. Sometimes you, you need help, balance. but you gotta use your mind. Yeah. And decide when it is you need help. And sometimes you need to use your mind to decide who can actually help you. Exactly. Because then eventually he did need the water guy, the water stick guy. He did. And and the water stick guy came through. So. Yeah, he did. Um, let's talk about Paul. Okay. Paul was a interesting character. Yep. I have definitely met people like that. Mm-hmm. Not to that degree, I don't think. Definitely, I went. What, what was Paul? Remind the people. Oh, Paul. Paul is was a farmer. Um, a little. He was a little dirty from the beginning. He cleaned up for 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 supper, but um, yeah, I was just kind of like, "What's up with this dude? He had really thick Coke bottle glasses." Mm-hmm. He's just one of the people, like, whether you're mean or not, I think in general, you'd kind of, if you see him, you go, what's up with this dude? And then you you try to, like, slough that off and, like, try to find out who he actually is and not just judge him. But I definitely was like, what's up with this dude? Um, mm-hmm. And then he came and, like, really heavy-handed with, like, um, you know, I, I've, got, I've gone to Pentecostal churches and things like that. I have friends who are Pentecostal. But to me, it, it, I don't understand it. I, I never... Like people would speak in tongues and I would just sit there and people like, you know, waiting for me to do it. And I'm just like, 
uh, dear God, thank you for today. Right. <laughs> like, right. I'm just like, I'm going to use English. I'm like, like, that's I don't know. not our world. That's not yeah, something like, I don't we understand. Know. So like when that happens and then like the way he was kind of going about it. And then Jacob since, for sure, he did not right, understand. Jacob didn't seem like he wanted to talk anything about church. Right. And even one of the chicken sexing ladies was like, people move to a small town to get away from Korean church <laughs> um, because they were like, why don't we move to... The- why don't people move to the big... No, she said, why don't we start a Korean church here? Right. And she's like, people left the big city to get away from the Korean church. So, so little side note, since you brought that up, um, the directors, the writers, uh-huh. dad actually did start a Korean church in their little <gasps> Arkansas town. <laughs> was it called um, Fruit of the Vine? Because he was know. a farmer? Mm, maybe. Maybe not. Anyway, sorry. Carry uh, on. But yeah, I... Yeah, but he he turned out to be, you know, I think it's one of those things. And I think, what was his name? Paul. The guy, no, oh. the other guy, the dad. Jacob. Jacob. I think one thing that Jacob learned is like, you got to, you know, you got to meet people where they're at and they got to meet you where you're at. And by no means was Paul, well, I guess he overstepped, he felt, Jacob felt like he overstepped when he was like rubbing the water on the ceiling and casting out the demon from the room. Um, from the the dresser right after whatever. after grandma had her stroke she kept right seeing something in the corner right that was upsetting her so you know he oh, was kind of bothered by out. that but the daughter felt that it was it was warranted but i think it's just a great thing of and also with um the son and then that other kid who was like why is your face so flat he was like it's just my, that's he my said, face it's not it's yeah, my face said, it's, not, it's not it's my face you know and then he just goes Hey, do you want to come over and spend the night? And I think that's I think that's kind of the cool thing about kids. Like we were saying, like kids are very direct. There's a difference between like kids who were taught to be insensitive or racist or sexist or whatever, and kids who are just being very direct and maybe it's hurtful or whatever. But that kid seemed like he had no malice <laughs> towards right. him. He was just kind of like, you know, I've had kids to be like, what's up with your eye? And I'm like, I it's just my eyes. I have a lazy eye and they're like, right. it's weird. And I'm like, yeah, eh, eh, yeah, it could be that way, you know? And then they're just like, Hey, well, you want to see my cars? They're not just like, get away from me. Right. Weird eye they don't guy. like just make fun of you right. or whatever. Yeah. I had a little kid ask me if I was a boy when I had my hair short, when I was working at the mall. When you had your, Oh, was, you you mean a long time ago? A long time you, ago. I was yeah. like, you have your hair short now. I don't know. A long time ago. It was, this was like a pixie cut or something. And the little kid was like, are you a boy? And then you spanked him. And I was like, no. You have short hair like a boy. Okay. Well, I'm not. And then you said, in 2021, you would be burned at the stake. (laughs) But yeah, it was just, it's more curiosity, I guess. It's just how it comes out. It's so direct. They want information. And so I think like that relationship and then Paul and Jacob's relationship was a little bit like an adult version of that with, with them trying to find each other out and when paul was carrying the cross down the street mm-hmm. he was like uh hey, do you, do paul, you need a ride he's like no this is my church and jacob's like okay like okay. he didn't go dude what's wrong with you blah blah blah, blah. he just goes like oh, okay well I'll, I'll see you tomorrow and just like and i think that's a great thing about not only like mixing cultures but like i said just just trying to meet people where they are and accept who they are and i think that's what happens with friendships that um <clears throat> you know, under all the right conditions is you don't worry about the flaws or the things that you consider flaws or things that you consider you wouldn't do. Mm -hmm. Like we, we've had lots of friends where I'm like, you know, we'll hang out with them and 
we'll maybe talk through some issues they're going through or whatever, or different things. People ask for advice and then we come home and go, oh my goodness, I would never do that. That's like, <laughs> like he said that, that was crazy. Like right. I would never say that, but it's like, that's who they are. Like right. you've got to accept who they are and love them for who they are. So I thought that was, that was very nice in the the relationship between yeah. the kids. Cause well, yeah, the kids, the and, kids then, and the, and the adults. Yeah. Jacob and Paul not definitely did not understand well, Jacob did not understand what Paul was doing ever at all. Right. Because Paul was like praying over the farm and like speaking in tongues and all kinds of stuff. And he just kind of stood there and, you know, he didn't like yell at him to stop or like get out of, you know, don't do that right. here, whatever, you know, like he was just like, all right, this is Paul. This is new. Is he hurting anything? No. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let him do his thing and then keep going. And Paul taught him too, like how to plant plant the yeah. things. Like he's like, "Those too close, right?" Got to space them out, right? So I forgot that big. guy. Once he cleaned up, I was like, "Oh yeah, I know that guy." Yeah, he's been a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's he's a great character. Will actor. Patton is he Bill Patton's brother? I, I guess Will is Bill, isn't it? Will who's, who's Bill William? Patton? Oh, sorry, I was thinking Paxton. Oh, Paxton. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a yeah. My bad. Um, so what was what was your favorite scene in this thing? My favorite scene. Um, let me think. Let me think. I don't know. Probably a scene with the grandma and David. Um, like all his little different things he would just kind of say to her. <laughs> Yeah. And how she would respond with like, whatever, (laughs) like, this is just me. Like the, I mean, it's kind of the scene that they just keep playing over and over on any clips you watch the whole, like, you you don't bake cookies, you don't do it. And then she was just like, bring me some mountain water. Like, (laughs) I love that. (laughs) So mountain water, right. It's mountain dew. And that feels, maybe that's what caused her stroke. Maybe too much sugar, but that feels very specific. That makes me wonder if that is actually like that's right. pulled from his life. Right, like, yeah. that seems so specific. Um, calling he's them like, out, my mountain water, mountain do, and that crazy. was his favorite too. Because in the beginning, he's like pouring it, and he's like, mm, "My favorite," right? <laughs> yeah. Talking to the Mountain Dew, right? Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. One of the, I don't know. It's hard to think because there's so many little nuggets, so many yeah. little scenes. You you go. What's what's your favorite? Do you have a um, favorite? I think I want to say when they, you know, this is really lame, but I want to say when they pulled up because it reminded me of when I moved to Texas. Mm. Not the same. I pulled up to a house with a pool, right? And I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> they got a pool, and they live by the lake. Like this is crazy." I was like, wow, the people we're staying with are rich. Um, and um, so, yeah, it was just like, I, he was like, it was like really bright. And he's like, uh, you know, he's just like, well, this is a lot. And so, you know, you then that's what we did. We drove, we drove all the way to Texas. And I had never seen a cricket before and all these type of things. And so you just show up and you're just like, there's no concrete, really. Everything's just, and there's gravel streets. Like when they were coming up the gravel, it's like the same type of thing. It's like, what is this? Why don't they have streets out here? Like, they don't have sidewalks and all this stuff. So, yeah, I don't know where. Oh, they Oh yeah, in coming California. from New York and not having sidewalks no. anymore. And then when it would rain, the you know the the ditches would fill up with water, and you're right. Like, and then sometimes the street would fill up with water, right. and you 
your bus driver or your coach or whatever have to take you home and you're kind of like am i gonna die today right so you know it's there's just a lot of things to adapt to and you know, I don't know if they were in central Cal- California, you know, where all the where they move everything's from. grown, yeah. you know, or whatever. But if they were from, you know, in a city city, that would definitely be different. Um, and I and I'm sure Arkansas in the 80s was different because Texas in the 90s was quite different. So, you know, it's just a lot to adjust to. So I, I kind of felt for that. And then the other thing is, um, yeah, all the scenes with the grandma and the son, because it made me miss my grandmother. I was like, oh, man, like. She would do those type of things where she would, um, you know, like, what did she say? Oh, like, pretty, you're a pretty boy or whatever. You're a pretty boy. Like, you're pretty. She was kind of like mocking him after yeah. he had just, you know, admonished her for not being a real grandma. Yeah. She was like, oh, you're a pretty boy. You're a pretty, yeah. pretty boy. And so, you know, it's just like she did, you know, she did little things in her own silly little way to try to bond with him and like joke with him or whatever. And that's what my grandmother would do. She would just like, she would always try to like, say something to me and grab me and you know i just want to like play with my cars and so you know you right. think back and you're like i should have just sat in it i should have right. just held her and just sat there so yeah i think another great scene was um when so this was like the worst trick ever but um he so grandma had been making him that tea or soup or whatever it was oh, that was, was like supposed to be like something yeah it was supposed to be healing for him it looked like it looked like blood. Yeah, it, like I don't know stewed blood. Yeah, so his sister is getting to drink Mountain Dew, and he has to drink the sludge. So he's all <laughs> so he's real upset about it. And um, so then Grandma says, "Bring me some mountain water," and he's like, Ugh. "So he goes and he dumps out his sludge and then pees in the cup or the bowl." And that's why you shouldn't drink Mountain Dew. It looks like it pee. looks like pee. Then he gives it to his grandma. And she drinks his pee. I never did that to my grandma. She would have she would have beat me with a actual stick. Right. No so, one would have had to say anything. She would have right. beat me with an actual stick. Um, so anyhow. So anyway, so obviously he's in trouble. And, you know, dad is just real upset and, and he's making him hold his arms up. Um It's a good that's a good punishment. It is a good punishment. Um and so anyway, but grandma is just like you don't do it like it's okay it was fun like grandma just wanted She's like grandma's drank a lot of pee in her she day. just thought it was funny and she was like i'm i mean obviously don't do that again but she thought it was funny she thought it was fun he's just being a little crazy boy um but the grandma j- yeah but I, you know whether those he people did need up, to you be know what punished. kind of people those end up being he didn't need a punishment but she was like okay can this be over because then because when the dad told him to go get the switch or whatever, get the steak. Uh-huh. Do you, I think he broke it on purpose. He kind of pulled it down and then like tripped mm. and like broke the stick. Maybe. Um, and so then he was supposed to go out and get a new stick and came back with like a like a wheat leaf or something. Like, yeah, it was just like a, a reed. <laughs> a floppy. Or, yeah, and, yeah. It wasn't a reed. It was just yeah, like, it was a, like a... What are those called? I don't know. Is I, it a wheat leaf, but it's like a, a stalk? A I wheat ge- stalk? I guess. But it was like grass basically it was like yeah. real long grass um and then grandma said you know you won <laughs> she was like you won everything or whatever so i thought you know I, she that was also probably where they bonded like where they you know he was like oh she's on my side he's like i'm annoyed that she's in my room i'm annoyed that she's here and then she's like i did this thing to her but she's sticking up for me what's going yeah. on 
Well, she also did say his ding dong doesn't work. No, she said his pee pee doesn't work. And he said it's called a ding dong. Right. But, you know, when you Well, grandma, no, because the, the sister to... taught her the word penis was like, your penis. So then she's like, your penis doesn't work. Right. Your penis doesn't work. So it's not called a penis. It's called a ding dong. Yeah, so you know, if your if your grandma's calling you out on you pee in the bed and your penis being messed up, that like that's that's all you have as a child, right? That toys and your penis, <laughs> right? So, you so she she you know anyway, I just love that grandma was like so silly and she got what she had to get. Thought things were fun and she yeah, so she saw it for what it was. <laughs> For like, whatever, right, kid, I All see. Right. I made fun of your penis, and you. Then you showed me that your penis works. Right. So we're even. Right. So anyway, I their whole dynamic was great, and then even when they're by the creek and she's planting the minari, and there was that huge snake, big snake, right? right? Oh, and then yeah, yeah, that he wanted to throw a rock at it, and she was like, "No, no, don't throw a rock at it. He'll hide. It's better where we can see him. We That's don't." Right. That's and why I you think, say, "Come out, devil." <laughs> Do you think that was because you want to be able to see the enemy or she wanted to be able to appreciate it? I think she wanted it's to... It's probably a little bit of both. I think yeah. you, you... Snakes, I love snakes, but if you tell me they're venomous and they're really close, then I don't like snakes. Right. And then we might have to get the shovel, but like they're beautiful creatures. Yeah. So I, I think she, she understands nature and all that yeah. stuff, but she also knows like as you're planting, which she probably has done, you've got to be very mindful of where things are. So if you do have an animal that is in view, why force it out of you? Right. Because he could snake around right. and he bite you in the Minari. Him. Yeah. So. <laughs> so um that that makes me well, so anyway, another great scene with the grandmother. Uh-huh. But this one's more about the mom. Um when grandma first shows up and she's bringing out like giant bags of um spices oh yeah, yeah and things and then the mom just like hugs the bag of spices and right. starts crying yeah and i was thinking wow what would make me cry like if we moved out of country or whatever like what thing from home like um, she immediately started crying sprinkles cupcakes no i i don't know i don't i would wonder I mean, I think it would take leaving to understand what it was that would, yeah. why I would miss so much or like that would mean so much to me. Cause that's obviously that's what if like, the, what if they didn't have, um, what are those things? What if they, what are those things? Those goldfish? What if they didn't have goldfish <laughs> where you were? I could survive without goldfish. Okay. All right. Then yeah. We, we I don't, don't I don't, don't know. know. I don't know what it would be. But anyway, it meant a lot to her, like having spices from home and like her mom was there and yeah. like. You know, it was a piece of her, obviously her childhood. Um, yeah. So it was like, there's a lot of meaning in that bag of spices. And it <laughs> yeah. was very heartfelt. Um, oh, uh, so I'll, 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 I'll stop us with this one. Cause we, these, we should do favorite scenes, but whatever. We can't. Um, it's too, it's too hard said, to that's pick. That's why I said scenes. Oh, scenes. Okay. With a Z. Like the snake that we need to keep <laughs> seeing. Got it. Um, the, I think really my favorite scene was when, um, the grandma felt like she lost and she was walking away from the family. Like she's, she's had a stroke. Mm. She can only use half her body very well. It's the middle of the night and she's just walking off the farm. Yeah. Just being like, kind of like, like a dog who's sick. and was just like, I'm going to go in the woods and just die. Mm. And you know, she, because she was already kind of embarrassed and felt like she was a burden once she first had the stroke. 
And then, you know, obviously her grandson was not re- not completely accepting her. And then he ran out and was like, Grandma, what are you doing? Don't go. Oh, he don't go. jumped in front of her and yelled, yeah. stop. Yeah. And so, you know, just telling, you know, telling them, telling her that they love her and they care for her. Yeah. And it, it's not her fault or whatever. They're not mad at her, whatever, you know, however you want to slice it. And that she's a part of the family and they grab her arm and they walk yeah, her they back. they walk her back. You know, so I think... Um, the great thing about this movie is it doesn't not technically not a lot happens. Technically, there's some things not that we don't know about. Like we were talking about, like what was California like and all this. But if you pay attention to the movie, you, you can deduce all of these different things of like what the grandma's, um, life was like and how, you know, how this, the grandson was struggling with, American values, Korean values, Korean American values, like where he fits with that. Um, and then, you know, the the dad is struggling with American values, mm-hmm. family values, possibly like different Korean values, different things like that. And then the mom is struggling pretty much the same thing, just in a different kind of way right. of like, I want to keep my family together, I, you know, all these different things. Um, you know, so all these different scenes and then, the different learning, you know, there's all these things when you're a kid, like people are dropping these, these, these gems and sometimes you pick them up and sometimes you don't, but throughout this movie, you know, the, the boy is getting so much like wisdom from his elders and stuff like that. And so, you know, I think if you have seen the movie and you're kind of like, Oh no, you know, watch it again. And if you haven't seen the movie, like think about these things that the lessons that are being learned and the things you can, and I think in any movie, you can kind of, some movies do it well. I think this movie did it very well. Mm-hmm. Of, you know, you you don't have too many questions where you're like, well, why is he so mad about like, you're like, I understand why he's so hell bent on build, building this farm. Because um, I mean, when you boil things down, our lives are not that complicated. It comes down to a few things, right? Resources, resources, resources. <laughs> right. So, and that's what this movie was. It was simple. Right. And that is what it was portraying. Like you're saying, you didn't have the questions. Like it was just, this is what life, this is life. Right. Yes. It's those basic hierarchies of needs. But I think I like that you're pointing out this scene. I completely forgot that this was this scene because the, the barn with all the, um, it's still a barn, if it doesn't have animals in it. Yeah. Right. It is right. Yeah. Sure. So the, um, the barn was burning down with all the vegetables in it, which was everything he had grown. He had harvested right. and was selling off to um, the city, Tulsa, or wherever he had gone. Yeah, a uh, Korean market in Tulsa. Right. So um, his livelihood basically is burning down. Right. So the grandmother's walking away, and the kids go after her. But on the flip side, at the same time, the mom... So, of course, Dad, Jacob runs into the barn to save... What he can. So w- one quick thing. If you ever start a farm and the barn catches on fire, no one wants smelly, half burnt, um, uh, you know, even if, think about it. Even if it doesn't burn, it smells bees. like, yeah, smoke. They're just, smoke they're infused now. Uh, eggplant. They're yeah. Like, this smells weird. But that's like we were saying, he was, that was his, right. he was watching his future burn down. Right. Yeah. Right. So he runs in, he's trying to save what he can. And so the mom is like, Okay, my husband 
Like we don't, she runs after him and we, at first I'm like, is she going to run in to grab him out? But she doesn't even go to him. Right. She immediately starts picking up crates of vegetables and pulling them out as well. And so she's, so on both sides of what's happening is the little boy. So David has run after his grandma. He didn't want to be there at all. And he's stopping her from leaving and supporting her and being like, no, we need you. We love you. And meanwhile, over here, the mom who basically hates what they're doing, doesn't right, like right. the farm, has is on the outs with her husband. Like they've been fighting about this. She runs in to help him, you know, recover whatever can be recovered. Because right, they were pretty much like on their way to divorce after right. the conversation where she was just like, You chose the farm over right. the kid or ba- Yeah, basically in the car ten minutes before, she was like, Whatever, we're gonna move back to California. Um, but you know, in that it's one of those like moments, right? Like there's a big thing that happens and it shows you who you really are sometimes as they say so anyway, it was like in that moment she just did it like it was kind of like didn't even question like i'm my husband this is his dream this is our life this is for our family yeah you know in that moment she caught up to everything it seemed like, to me it seemed like um like going forward i would imagine that the family stayed together and she was like okay well this is our life now and Let's all just be together. The family that suffocates together stays together. <laughs> right. I, yeah, was, I thought she was going to die. I know. I was so worried. Anymore, and I was like, oh, man. Yeah. He drug his family out here and got his wife killed and his right. grandma, his, his mother-in-law, a stroke. Right. But, you know, I thought that was that was really nice. Like, both of that happening at the same time at the end of the movie, yeah. they all support each other. And I also, I thought she was going to turn into Jack as well. Well, one of them is going to turn mm. into Jack. And get that smoke inhalation death thing. Smoke lungs. Um, Yeah. yeah, So I think the only disappointing thing was kind of the ending. Like I wish they would have gone a little bit. Like it ended and I was like, ah, man, like give us some sort of thing. So here's. Oh, here's the the notes that came from plan B that said cut out the ending. (laughs) No. Let everybody wonder what's going on. No, no, no. Okay, so um, Stephen Yoon was being um, interviewed on CNN. And so um, the lady asked him about Minari, like the plant about Minari. And this is, and so he said, well, what Minari means, it's like representative for the movie, right? So he said, with Minari, when you grow it, the first growth dies out. Uh-huh. The second growth is what you go and you harvest. And that, it cleans the soil, it cleans the water. The first one does that? The second one. Oh, okay. Or the first one dying, like the whole process. Right. Cleans and whatever. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. It takes in all the, the horribleness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then breaks it down. And in, in, its, in its state, it dies because right. of its sacrifice. So the second growth mm. is what you go and you harvest. And that's where the all the good is and it grows abundantly um so anyway so he was just kind of saying like that's representative for this movie which kind of makes sense like the first growth died like plan a died and burned right. <laughs> you know well pe- um, technically that was plan b because plan a he went to a, a guy and the guy was like oh no he the guy told him yeah, yeah yeah come come through we're gonna we're gonna buy your stuff and then he showed up and they were like yeah we're not gonna buy it well so if, thanks for ruining it Anyway, whatever. But in general. Right, in general. In general, the first growth died, but the family's going to stick together and it right. said love is boundless. And so they're going to grow anew. And so then he was going down to harvest the Minari. 
Oh, so he was going to harvest the fruits of, of everything that went wrong to make it right. I think he was like, okay, well, my farm has, like, that's all done. But there's all this Minari growing here. Let's make something with this. So. Like I said, next thing you know, 3M builds a plant upriver. All the thing. <laughs> it's all gone. Po- poison, polluted. Yeah. Um, the, I, oh, uh-huh. the the other thing that I thought about, you know, in in, in correlation to our lives is how um, our niece was when we were little. I felt I felt kind of like the grandma when mm. she was just kind of like she you she'd cry when you're around her. She'd make a weird face, kind of like get away from me. I'm like, which niece are you talking about? The the one that was like that, <laughs> the only one that didn't like us at first. Mm. Um. But then once we gave her the stuffed dolls or stuff, you gave her your um. Oh yeah, when we Winnie moved. The Pooh. Yeah, it looked like the Mario actually. You know, Mario he was, was the in frog a suit. He was yeah, it was Winnie the Pooh and a squirrel thing. And we didn't find out. That was the day we. That was like hours before we moved to L.A. And then she smiled and like gave us a hug or something. I, it was just like this changing moment. It was like the barn had burned down, and she saw us walking away and was like, "No, Stop. wait." I love you. And then we're like, oh, we're moving. We're this, gone. That, that sucks. <laughs> but she's loved us ever since, I believe. I hope. I hope still. so. I think I so. She hasn't said it in a while. I think. We haven't seen her in a while. That's true. So my memory is flaky. But that's what I kind of thought about with the mm. grandma and the kid. Um, one thing I was thinking, you know, um, uh, Parasite won last year. This is... Um, this movie is on track to possibly win something. And I thought about like, cause they were asking some of the actors about Korean film and, and uh, opening up people, Americans broadening their horizons on film and definitely grow, uh, not growing up, definitely spending um, what f- six years with many Korean Americans um, and learning about Korean Am- uh, Americans as as much as I like held on to um because there were no there were no as far as I know I, I, I didn't know of any Korean people in Texas I, I know there are but in the city we lived in um and so being able to you know have that experience and Americans getting more experience of different cultures I just I'm slightly in fear of the things that have happened with, you know, like we had a slumdog millionaire, like India craze, you know, hmm. we've the nineties, we had like, Hey, black movies, like everybody loves black movies, you know? And then, um, I don't know what movies were the 2010s. I don't know what, who we were embracing then, but like right now there's like a kind of like a Korean fad, like everybody's like, Hey, I love Korean stuff. And I hope that, um, that's yeah, not that, a fad. Right. That, that that they're just embraced. Like they were he was even saying, like, this is as much as American story as anything else. And we wanted to tell like an American story from a Korean American point of view. And I, I just hope that Hollywood doesn't isn't like Phew, we got those two years out of the way. We said we're inclusive mm. and that, you know, people continue to invest um in Korean films and African American films and women's films and transgender films and just different films because you know, well, as I go back and watch older movies, I'm like, wow, we really recycled the same thing over and over <laughs> again for like 40 or 50 years. So, yeah, it, I'm not saying I'm about to bust out like uh, like a Korean uh, movie streaming service and and do like subtitles all day. But, you know, the the films, there's great films out there in Russia and every, you know, there's so many great films. And I think America needs to we need to continue to open our eyes 
or widen our perspectives um, past what what we have. So yeah, because then well, then you can continue to hear new stories. Yeah, like there's more than one perspective. Right. So. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like when you when you have a meeting with you know where I work. There's we have lots of different types of people, and people come in. It's not like you know most of the time it's not groundbreaking anything, but it's just enough different to where you're like, wow, I never thought about it like that. It's not like whoa, the Earth is round, but you know if you just have like seven black dudes age thirty seven to thirty nine in a room that grew up in like philly uh baltimore area right you may have only one perspective or what do they so. call it an echo chamber right yeah we, we were yeah. just talking about that yeah like getting out of echo ch- chambers as we sit in our apartment and talk to each other <laughs> right going i agree i agree yeah yeah sounds good right so right. that's my that's my oscar winning um speech rant that's okay. my walking phoenix okay for for this podcast episode broaden your horizon that's right yeah. Like when Curtis and Marie had us watch that Polish film where they were like in the snow and they had like reindeer or something. Yeah. I don't even remember. And John Jimenez uh, having us, oh, I need to call him. Ooh, I, we were corresponding and then I forgot and it's been two months. Um, but we would watch all those. Cre- uh, uh, I mean, there really are amazing, in. amazing stories in yeah. foreign movies. Yeah. And then just movies that were just in crazy, crazy. Was that city of God? Was that where they were like kids were in a gang? Oh, <laughs> I think that's oh, what maybe, it was. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yeah. There's just so many stories out there. So get out of your bubble, except for the people I know. I'm going to give a shout out to Spain. I know some people downloaded in Spain. You know? Oh, for a podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't need to, you don't need to develop any American culture films. I'm sure you've, you've, wa- you've been forced to watch enough. Oh, maybe Pakistani films or um, Iranian films. Yeah. Try that, Italy. <laughs> it's hard for me to say Italy sometimes. Italy. 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 Well, cool. do you want to do tomatoes? No. Come on. Let's do. I think I want to start doing tomatoes at minaris? the beginning. How many minaris is it? Minaris are little. Yeah. They grow fine. really big, but. They, but you could still have multiple minaris that can equal one hundred. Do you want to give me your give me your tomatoes? My tomato, guess. Uh, guess the tomatoes. I'm going to say ninety six percent. Let's see. That's what the people say. What the, the people what say? The people say. The oh, critics. sorry, the critics. The uh, the critics say ninety six percent. The people say eighty nine. What did you see it? No. Okay. So <laughs> did they get it right? The almost the tomatoes from the critics are ninety eight percent. Which I would give uh-huh. this movie a hundred percent. Uh huh. Um, the audience score is eighty nine percent, just as you said. Mm. Well, there's there's a lot of factors in there that I won't go into, but um, of why I guessed it that way. But yeah, eighty nine percent is pretty good for an audience score. Yeah. I mean, for a movie that's not an action flick, like <laughs> you know what I mean? Is like Thor in this? Does Thor <laughs> save the the farm? <laughs> This is a movie you pay attention, you read subtitles, it's got heart and depth, and sometimes you never know how the yeah. audience is going to be receptive or not. But I did, you know, since it wasn't full on subtitles, I just know since we're watching it at home, um, and we're watching it, you know, we're watching it for ourselves, but watching also for the podcast, you know, there's times where I'm in a subtitle mode and times when I'm not. So this was a good, like, I didn't have to worry about actually, I didn't know, I didn't know how much subtitles were in there. But when we watched, I was like, oh, okay, good. Like, it's nighttime when I don't watch subtitles at night. 
because I, I have mm. bad vision. Um, but yeah, it was just like a nice mix of like, oh, I can listen. And then, oh, okay, read. Because I can't even read text in the movie. When they were doing yeah. like, twer, twer, bing, oh, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, what did he write? Like, I'm in love with you. What did she write back? <laughs> I can't see that. So. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I would have given it 100%. But I'll accept your 98. as a critic and as a, yes. a normie? Yes. 100, 100, 200. 100 all the way. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, all right. That's it. Yeah. Remember. That's the movie. Uh, we have to love each other. And if we don't, we're all doomed. Okay. Also. Also what? Subscribe. Oh. <laughs> you gotta do the thing. And hey, we just saw movie.com, all that stuff. Yeah. Um I don't remember what we're not we're watching next week. It's either Mink or Nomad Land. So Mink, Mink Mad one of those because we are still in our Oscar month. Oscars. Da, 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 da. Oscars. Yeah. Ba, da, ba, da. Please we felt don't like... stop the podcast because I'm singing and we're almost done. Bing. Remember, I'm not pretty. I'm good looking. You're good looking. Thank you. Bye. Bye.